I'm Luna. Hi, I'm Avi. And this is the semi-polished V-Bros Review Podcast. Something's different. Something's different. I don't know for certain, but I got a little bit nervous realizing that the name of the actual show is in my title, and I'm pretty sure the name of the actual show is trademarked. And I doubt this is going to get big enough for anything to happen, but I'm still a very nervous person. And people are still going to know what I'm talking about if I say V-Bros. Pretty sure that's not trademarked, so. So now we're the unofficial, unpolished V-Bros podcast. That's not our title. What's what's the name? The Semi-Polished V-Bros Review Podcast. Okay, the Semi-Polished V- Okay. I just (laughs) straight up unpolished. Unpolished. (laughs) You know, you're probably right. It's polished. I've seen you polish. You've seen me sit here for hours polishing this. Yeah. I've listened to you polish. <laughs> I've listened to my own voice while you polish. Anyway, today we're reviewing episode two, or three if you got the pilot. I'm going to stop counting the pilot because that's going to start getting really confusing really fast. All right, we're doing episode two. Careers in science. So, initial thoughts, careers in science. You've seen it now twice. Yeah, um, well, it's a hell of an episode when you've seen the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much everything, well, not like everything, but like most of the major plot of this episode comes back in season seven? Season yeah. six? Seven. Season, Early seven. Early season seven. So that's pretty fun. Um, and it's definitely really interesting because I saw it before I ever watched. Like, I saw it when I was watching it in order. And then... Saw season seven. And then coming back and watching it again, I just, I'm spending the whole time sitting there going, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about standalone? Not really thinking about the season seven implications. Standalone, it's just like an average okay season one episode. I feel like it's a pretty good season one episode. For how early it is, I honestly think it's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. I actually... I think the boys come through a lot better in this one. Oh my god, yeah. Even their voices, they mm-hmm. actually sound like them now. I think the show's kind of finally settling into itself a little bit. Almost. Like, almost. almost. Brock is still all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Your Brock rating. Oh, yeah, no, that's later. I'm gonna make that episodic because, Jesus Wait, Christ, please. season one, that Brock so is a creature. Mm-hmm. And, like, not not the best creature. You know <laughs> Oh, yeah, tune in next episode. I'll rate creatures. <laughs> yeah, not the best creature. Kind of like a 3 out of 10 on the creature scale. Oh, no, no, no. He's not a 3 out of 10. He's like a 4. He's like a 4 in this episode. Oh, what is that? Like a squirrel? No. Like a 10 out of 10 is like, what kind of creature is a 10 out of 10? Like Big a dog. I was going to say like Loch Ness Monster. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, apparently we have different ways of ranking. I mean, you're right about Big Dog, though. <laughs> I was just going kind of no, in you a were, different direction. You were actually one. going with like a full span. Yeah. If I was going to full span, if we weren't counting things that might not exist. Okay, but like if a squirrel is a three and a Loch Ness Monster is a ten, that makes one and two like kind of bacteria and bugs and stuff. Wait, is this literally just like a size ranking? <laughs> Are you ranking them by size? I... Okay, in that case, Brock is like a... How big is he compared to the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> You had to choose something that has no confirmed size. Brock. <laughs> the Loch Ness. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> the Brock Ness monster. I'm pretty sure Shortleaf calls him that at some point. Really? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh my god. Anyway, on a size ranking, I'll put him at like a seven. On a actually how much I like him this early in the show ranking, I'm going to put him at a... I'm going to put him at a four. Maybe a yeah. five. Yeah. Six on a good day, but anyway. Today was not a good day. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to go on a whole rant. Please do. Not yet. 
We haven't actually talked about what happens in the episode oh, yet. Shit, yeah. Okay. Did you want to go over plot? Uh, yeah, let's just do a quick plot rundown. Okay. It starts with a, not informational video, what's it called? Um, it's not propaganda. I mean, it is propaganda, propaganda. but what's, what is it called? Like an introductory video? No, it's like you're, you're trying to get... Initiation video? We're I'm going with of- creepier shit than I mean. <laughs> I'm thinking of I words. <laughs> you are. I don't think it's an I word. You're trying to get them to work for you. Yeah. There's a word. I'm blanking on it. Indoctrination. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we start with a Jonas Sr. indoctrination video about (laughs) Gargantua 1. Which is? Which is the space station he built that seemingly housed a lot of people and was like, you know, a career opportunity. People could live there and work there. Little image of baby Rusty helping out or playing with plastic toys. But, you know, he was there on the station. He's like nine. Little kid. Yeah. Cut to Rusty now, clipping his toenails in a, <laughs> in a rocket, because I guess that's how you end up if you're a child star. <laughs> <laughs> plot of the entire show. That is the plot of the show. Hank and Dean in the backseat. Hank and Dean in the backseat fighting, Brock's driving. It's a nice little family moment. Whatever the fuck that scene was. We get up. The <laughs> rocket going in the hole. <laughs> that was cursed. That was terrible. Rusty seemed to think that was terrible. Brock's uh, Russian lady kink. Yeah. Does Wait, he just... are you going to have to cut that out? No. Okay. Does he just have a thing for Russians? I mean, I guess there's only two, but in terms of named characters he's fucked in, like, the entire show, I can only think of four. Mm-hmm. And that's two out of four. That's kind of a lot. Wait, who are the others? Uh, I was thinking Amber Gold and Moriana. They're not oh, Russian. Oh, yeah. No, they're as not. As far as I know. My piece of shit brain was like, wait, he didn't fuck Oriana. Oriana fucked him. (laughs) It counts. I'm saying it counts. Okay. No, it for sure does count, but. Yeah, no, you were going way too literal with that. Yeah. Anyway, maybe as a thing for Russians. I don't know. Maybe the directors just really want Russian accents in the show. I I, I don't know. They're fun to do. They are. I mean, I can't. I've heard yours. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do a Russian accent on your podcast. What is it with every single episode you trying to get me to do a voice? If you give me $10, I'll do it. Anyway, actual plot of the episode. They're on Space Station. We get introduced to seemingly the only two people on the station these days. Uh, Manstrong and what's her fucking name? I want to say Baldovich. It is Baldovich. My brain kept saying Boreana. Because I- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Quick introduction to them. They're showing them around the station. Manstrong mentions a legend. I feel weird saying legend because it kind of did just happen. The movie night massacre, which they don't call it that in this episode, but it becomes a bigger thing later. He kind of tells it to the boys like it's a ghost story. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's how we perceive it as like viewers. viewers, like until way later in the show. Yeah. Partially because he brings up a ghost, I think. Yeah. <laughs> The Phantom Spaceman. He's sort of like, oh, on a dark night, just like this one, like that sort of thing. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of playing it up for the yeah. boys, which is weird because, like, you know, with later context, that is very much a thing that happened that killed 2,000 people <laughs> and he was there, so. <laughs> anyway, you know, they got the tour. The reason they're up there is because a problem light started blinking, which is just a light that says problem. Seemingly, that implies there's a problem somewhere on the station. They want Rusty to fix it. Rusty can't fix it. He pisses himself, and the show (laughs) spends way too much time focused on how Rusty pissed himself. It's like, yeah, it just keeps They don't drop that bit for the entire fucking episode. And minor tangent, I think the reason they do this is because in one of the last scenes, 
after the problem's been fixed, his piss drips out of the suit and seemingly activates the problem light again, basically like a, oh shit, actually nothing's fixed, everything went wrong again. But with the season seven context, those two things are actually completely unrelated, and it was just like coincidence. And the problem light has nothing to do with something being wrong on the station. Which kind of means that all those non-stop piss scenes were there for actually nothing. And that just makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to clarify that you said he pissed himself. Um, but I'd really like to clarify that he did it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> like, he did not piss himself accidentally. He, like, intentionally did it and took a minute to do it in front of everyone. And it was horrible and I wish they hadn't done it. Early show loved piss. I don't yeah. know why. I guess it's not that uncommon. It's just like, you know, gross out humor, but like, Jesus Christ. Early show just wanted, they wanted to talk about piss. They wanted to animate piss. And we're giving them exactly what they want by, by talking going about on it. And on and on about piss right now. <laughs> okay. So let's stop. No more bringing it up. Um, anyway, the plot of the episode. <laughs> In his attempts to fix things, he presses various buttons. That's all he knows how to do. Is he even a scientist? Vaguely. Seemingly he can do some stuff. He can fix things. Mm-hmm. He's best like a glorified mechanic. Yeah. He launches Brock and Helper into space on accident. Yep. The problem light starts blinking. It's on, it's off, it's on, it's off, <laughs> it's on, it's off. Which, you know, it's just, it's blinking and then stops blinking when they close the cargo bay doors. And that's probably all it was meant to be at the time the episode was made. Season seven confirms that it was something more. I'm not going to say too much about that. I just want to bring it up. We'll talk about it in like a year when we get to season seven. <laughs> Will it be a year? How many... How many weeks are in a year? 52? Well, it'll be like a year and a half if we keep this up. Yeah. Anyway. Let's go bi-weekly or something. Probably have to go bi-weekly. Editing this stuff takes a lot longer than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, so Rusty's fucking around, ends up knocking himself out in the process. Brock gets back in somehow. Helper doesn't. Helper gets launched through space. Yeah, Brock fucking ends up in outer space, getting his skin frozen off and manages to survive it, because that's how season one Brock just was. That is, like, the epitome of season one bullshit to me, is that scene. Mm-hmm. I don't even mean it negatively, I mean it kind of neutral. They were just doing whatever they wanted. Uh, Rusty knocks himself out. The boys find him knocked out. Don't properly check, I'd assume he's dead. Assume... Hank kicks him twice. <laughs> Dean is like, I don't want to touch him. <laughs> then they cry about it while well, Dean cries about it. Hank just seems mad. And they assume it was the Phantom Spaceman. Run off trying to find Phantom Spaceman. Rusty wakes up, seemingly yeah. from... Does he? Or is he's, he? I don't... Is he hallucinating or is he full-on dreaming? I think he's just hallucinating. I kind of assumed hallucinating. Anyway, he sees his 12-foot-tall father. As uh, you do. In various outfits. And... I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's normal, right? <laughs> that's like a normal hallucination to have. Normal hallucination. Anyway, Rusty very much realizes that it's a hallucination, kind of trying to work through things, ends up finding his pills, taking them, getting rid of giant hallucination father, and realizes that, uh, well, supposedly the problem was his fault, or his child self's fault, for leaving a plastic toy in the, like, the inner workings, and it melted. Again, doesn't really work with the season seven context, but... And, like, who lets a nine-year-old be part of the building a space station process to the point yeah, where Yeah, that's he can... kind of... That's kind of on Jonas. It's like not the little guy's fault. I am no Rusty Venture fan, but <laughs> I I don't blame him for that one one bit. Yeah. Anyway, that was basically Rusty's plot in this. The boys are running around trying to find Phantom Spaceman. 
Brock gets back in somehow. I actually forgot. I watched this episode an hour ago and I forgot. No, he just pulls himself in on a rope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Season one. Meanwhile, Manstrong and what's her fucking face? Baldovich. Baldovich. Actually, I think it's kind of funny that I called her what's her fucking face because we never see her face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're arguing because I guess they're a couple and Manstrong is seemingly afraid of intimacy and she's horny. And that's that's the that's the conflict there. So she immediately goes and fucks Brock. Yep. And the boys find them and end up watching. <laughs> Somehow they come to the conclusion that she's the Phantom Spaceman. She has her helmet, she's on. her helmet on. And they're like, oh yeah, Brock's wrestling her. Do the boys not know what sex is? One of them was like, why is he using his dick yeah. as a weapon? No, I don't think they know. I <laughs> they're 16. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, I guess it's not surprising. I just feel like they know in later episodes. When did they say they learned? I feel like that was a thing. In... I think it's season four, maybe? Hank mentions, like, oh, we learned what sex was, like, two years ago. Yeah, which I feel like season one wasn't two years ago from mm -hmm. four. It was, like, a year ago. Whatever. Maybe they knew, but they'd never seen it, so they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, new in theory. Yeah. Whatever. Continuity shit, who cares? Anyway. Yeah, fun little confusing moment. They eventually realize that's not the case. Anyway, that's... What else happens? Helper gets back in, ends up covered up in like a sheet or something or like a tarp. The boys think he's Phantom Spaceman. As soon as Helper's finally back to safety, the boys kick the crap out of him and launch him back into space. Poor baby. Helper just got so fucked over in this episode. Helper gets fucked over in every episode. Early seasons especially. Yeah. Poor little thing. He's a cutie. Do your Helper impression. I'll give you $10. No, you won't. <laughs> Moving on. I'm trying to remember what else even happens. Oh yeah, Brock and Manstrong go to fix the, the whole breach together. The hole that was left from Helper entering. It seemingly for a moment implied that Manstrong's gonna try to kill him out there. But then you cut to the actual scene and he's just basically saying like, oh, you've had sex with my girlfriend. Now you guys should get married and treat her well and like all this stuff, you know. And then he like grabs Brock by the shoulder. Like he's not gonna throw him off or anything. He just kind of Supportive man pat. It wasn't really a supportive man pat. It was like a... I wonder if the audio caught that sound. He was basically saying that, like, if you hurt her, then I'll... So I guess it was kind of threatening, but not really. He wasn't going to throw him off the fucking station, which Brock then does to him. Yep. We get some eye twitching and we get Man Strong getting the shit kicked out of him. Brock's a real winner in this episode. I fucking hate Brock in this episode. No, what is his <laughs> problem? I, he just... I don't know. I'll get into it in a minute. Anna's seemingly still mad at that man strong, won't let him in. The rest of the family leaves because supposedly the problem's been fixed. Rusty's piss starts dripping onto the control panel and hey, the problem turns back on. I'm I am giving an actual episode plot description here. Mm -hmm. It doesn't count if it's necessary for the plot description. Should I have said, like, something drips onto the panel? <laughs> that's worse. You see how that's worse, right? Okay. So we're back to piss. No, we're not. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, and then the episode ends. You know, a little post-credit helper landed seemingly in the compound from getting launched into space. All around, fun little episode. Kind of stupid. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Solid season one episode. Anyway, uh, the next thing I had on my little list of things to talk about was basically ranking Brock in this episode. And I'm going to give him... I don't have a metric here. Bad. I'm going to give him bad. <laughs> How would you... Rank Brock in comparison to the Loch Ness Monster. 
that could go in so many separate ways. Like, what are the parameters here? Am I talking? Am I talking size? Am I talking how much I like them? Am how I talking like them in this particular in episode? this particular rock in this particular episode versus the Loch Ness monster in general? Which I've never had that many thoughts on. Come on, it's Nessie. You were always the Nessie fan out of the two of us. You're the Brock fan out of the two of us, so depending on how you rank Brock here, <laughs> is really going to show how awful he is in this episode. Perhaps. Okay, um, like, who would I rather meet? The Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to your Brock ranking, sorry. Yeah, sorry but, for Nessie derailing. Uh, bad, for various reasons. Um, the worst Brock face. Like, I've, I've talked about the Brock faces of all time in the past couple episodes, just terrible close-ups, and usually they're, like, fun terrible. I feel like we get just a god-awful, ugly, terrible close-up this episode. Why does his chin look the way it does in this episode? I don't know. Were you paying attention to his chin? Not really. That that wasn't my priority. Okay. I was just pissed off about it. <laughs> Why were you mad? What was wrong with it? I don't know. It was ugly. I, was it, like, really big? Was it, like, it was, really it shaped? Was, it was very It was very shaped. It was so blocky. Ugh. I was it. like, ugh, you look, like, bad. Yeah. Baldovich could do better. Yeah. I mean, she couldn't. She had one other option who wouldn't fuck her. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, my, my issue with Brock this episode, one of them's that outfit. Oh, yeah. Describe the outfit. Um, He's wearing, like, a some sort of beanie, gray sweatshirt, like, workout shorts, like, blue workout shorts. Tiny blue Tiny workout work- shorts. And gray sweatpants under the shorts. I don't know if that's a thing that people do that I just haven't noticed. But if it is, why? Booty shorts over sweatpants. And they're not, it's not like tight sweatpants, which, no, 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 they're just like baggy sweatpants. And then tiny shorts over them. I. <sighs> if they're going to put Brock in booty shorts, they have to commit to it, which they did in one scene, right? Yeah, seemingly after he leaves space, he just sticks with the booty shorts, but. <sighs> I guess it's cold up there. The, but, but the shorts don't add heat. Maybe he needed to wear the shorts. But because it was cold, he put on sweatpants under them. That's what leggings are for. I don't know, it would be weird if he was wearing leggings, but I don't think <laughs> it would make more sense, at least. <laughs> anyway, terrible fucking outfit. I hate that outfit. Least favorite thing about it is that it comes back. He wears it in, like, six and seven. I mean, season six and seven, yeah. not, like, episode six and seven. Like, they decide... They liked it enough. Yeah, they decide that outfit was worth having again once he doesn't look, like, disgusting. <sighs> I guess he works it a little better. Well, yeah, because he just in general looks better, yeah. but I don't know. Watch that be like a style that people love, and <laughs> I'm just sitting here insulting the hell I out of it. I don't think it is. Yeah, dude, I go I go to a college. Everyone around me is, like, constantly in their stupid-ass workout clothes. We go to the fucking athleisure capital of America. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Everyone, Everyone's got hoodies and leggings all the time. That's That's normal. But nobody wears baggy sweatpants under little booty shorts. That's not a thing. No. Also, he's just, like, shitty in this episode. He sucks. There's no reason He's for not him to in the right here. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need to throw Manstrong off into space. The most he did was grab his shoulder, which, like, sure, yeah, no, I, I don't love it when people do that to me, but, like, I don't care if you do it. Talking about anybody else. Yeah. But he's, I feel like, straight up in the wrong this episode. There is no reason for him to beat up Manstrong. I think a later episode confirms that he didn't actually know that Manstrong and Baldovich were dating. So, like, I guess... Oh, like, he just thought that he was being creepy to her? What? No, I think he just, like... Because, like, if he didn't know they were dating and suddenly this guy's, like, 
you took her from me, you better treat her right, or something like that. I mean, I guess it would be a little weird. Yeah. If if some guy said that to me, I'd be like, who do you think you are? She doesn't even like you. I don't know. Yeah. I Something about the whole context of the episode makes me think that that was not what Brock was mad about. No, I think he was just being a dick. Yeah, he was just kind of being an asshole. I don't know, this episode reminds me... Because I feel like this was the first time I had this particular thought when I first watched the show. So I get into the show knowing that it's supposed to get better. And, like, that's why I sat through the train wreck that season one, because I knew it would get a lot better. And I remember watching this episode and some later ones and, like, actively thinking, I hope Brock is one of those things that just gets better. Yeah. (laughs) But I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, one of the highlights of the early show. No, he's not. He kind of is to a degree, but that's not saying a lot. He's... I don't know. Unpopular opinion, but I kind of prefer later Bronk. Yeah, I definitely do. He's just, I don't know. He's fun, but, like, I enjoyed him being there, but I definitely remember thinking, like, okay. Like, there is only so far you could take this fucking bit. You gotta, you gotta develop him a little more. Yeah, also it's just, like, it's a fun bit, but it's also one that's been done so many times that it's more interesting to see something else. Yeah. Like, I get why it's there, but... I just prefer later Brock because at least they're doing something interesting with the bit instead of just, like... We've all seen, yeah. like, the machismo guy. We've seen it before. Yeah. It can be fun, but it could be better. Yeah. Random other thing about the episode. One of the only music themes that I can actually recognize and, like, think of solidly. I'm pretty sure debuted in this episode. I don't, I don't think it was in the other two. If it has a name, I don't know it. Uh... The zoom, 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 zoom. Just do it, tune. (laughs) (laughs) You do it, then. No, pay me $10. I'm not going to pay you $10. I'm also not going to sing. Anyway, if you know the show, you can probably think of the little theme that goes zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah, I did it. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that made me happy. Why? (laughs) It brought me joy. God, you're mean to me. I feel like that theme tends to be associated with usually Jonas flashbacks and, like, old... Adventure technology. I don't think it is exclusively, but that tends to be its context. Is it also the one that plays on, I forget which DVD. The season two DVD. The season two DVD's menu screen? Yeah. Yeah. I remember because we were cooking while it was just on the menu screen, (laughs) so it was just looping in the background. Maybe that's part of why I remember it so well. Stop. Other things about this episode. Fairly unique episode, I think, in terms of the show. Unless I'm forgetting something major. One of two episodes set in space. What's the other one? Uh, All This and Gargantua 2. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's like a big finale type thing, so... Uh, It's not the actual finale. It's it's like the first two episodes. Or first first episode, episode? it's just one single episode. Uh, Yeah, this is, I think, the only other one set in space. I don't really know why they didn't go back. I feel like it would have been, I guess, kind of hard to have other characters around. Actually, now that you mentioned a lot of the stuff that comes up in that second episode set in space is... uh, Returning to stuff that happened in this episode, too. Really? Yeah. And another I mean, one returning to a version of Gargantua. Well, yeah, but also they talk so much about the movie night thing. Oh. And Wait, was that my Gargantua, too? So I thought you were I thinking of all those season seven openers. Yeah, but didn't they talk about it, at least? Am I making shit up? I'm making shit up no. again. <laughs> they they may lying. have. They may have. They may have. I, I don't... love lying to your listeners. <laughs> I come into this podcast and I tell blatant lies. <laughs> I think you might be. You might be right. I think I might be lying. 
look, it's it's 50-50 at this point. If it gets brought up, I don't think it's like a huge plot point. Either way, the station they're on in this episode is called Gargantua 1. The space station <laughs> they're on in the next episode, the next episode, in the season 6? Season 6 opener, I think. Opener is Gargantua 2. So draw what conclusions you made just from that. Uh, yeah. Another thing that's... I don't think this is the only episode to do it, but it's one of the rare ones. I spent so long trying to Google the name of this, and I couldn't find it. I don't know if I was just searching the wrong thing, but having a little image pop up during the transition, like scene transitions, and there's like a little image of a rocket or a little image of, I think one of them was like the the logo skull or something. I know there's a later episode that uses a little picture of the monarch's face, but it's not something they do a lot. I just think it's interesting they did it in this episode. This is kind of random, actually. Yeah, like... Were they just trying it out, being like, oh, maybe we'll use it again, and then they didn't? I, I don't know. I haven't seen the commentary for season one. Did they do it in any of the ones before? Not in the, uh, that I remember. In the pilot they did, right? I actually don't know what the pilot... Oh, no, I, I I'm might pretty be sure they again. didn't. Yeah. If, I, if they did, I, I, I don't remember. I love <laughs> Most of this is just because I have a shit memory, and I mix things up between episodes. Not because I genuinely want to tell lies. Though that too. Okay, another thing I wanted to bring up in this episode are, I guess, the characters who appear other than the main five. So, uh, Manstrong and Baldovich and the hallucination of Jonas. Is that? I genuinely don't remember. I'm not trying to tell another lie. But (laughs) is that hallucination of Jonas the first we get to really see him as a character? Yes. We see images of him in the, like, the opening opening video yeah but we don't get to like see him do stuff yeah and then in the like introductory video at the beginning of the episode we also get to see him a bit more as he actually was than as the like hallucination of him but it's also like you know a video trying to get somebody to work in a place yeah so we don't get any actual jonas for a little while Mm -hmm. what do you think they're trying to do with that honestly this early in the show i don't know like, Jonas as a character, the main thing with him is that he sucks and he's terrible and, like... F- fucking worse. Somehow a worse father and worse person than Rusty, and, like, that's an accomplishment. And there's a lot of stuff focused on that later. This early in the show, were they planning that yet? I don't know. I mean, he seems like a douchebag, but kind of only in the normal way. What's the normal way? I didn't think through that statement. <laughs> Is he intentionally seeming like a douchebag yet? We we see him... Or do I just think he's a douchebag because it's later revealed that he's a douchebag? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Okay. In this episode, I mean, he's a hallucination, but he's seemingly a helpful hallucination. Mm-hmm. However, the fact that Rusty... Oh, yeah, his pill addiction. We can come back to that here. Yeah. We talked uh, about this a little bit last episode, but through the first season one and then also a little bit in season two, right? I don't remember in season two. Definitely through one. Okay. Through all of season one, Rusty's got his little diet pills, which are definitely not diet pills. And it comes up pretty regularly. And then in this episode, we see him, like, lose them when he knocks himself out. And then when he wakes up, he's seeing this hallucination of his dad talking to him. And then he finds a pill, takes it, dad goes away. Yeah. Which carries a few implications. I I don't know. Care to elaborate? This is your point. You elaborate. This is my point. (laughs) No, I mean, just... Sure, they're not presenting Jonas as, like, a bad guy just yet, but they're sure saying Rusty takes drugs to get rid of his hallucinations of his father, which kind (laughs) of implies that maybe he wasn't the greatest dad around. 
I don't know. I'm just wondering if that was their intention or that's like how you're reading it. I don't know. Well, with what comes later, that could be that could be retroactive cleverness. My thing is dad hallucination pills and yours is retroactive (laughs) cleverness, the actual media thing. Okay, retroactive cleverness, as far as I know, not an actual media term. It was specifically uh, my favorite podcast, Wolf 359. The creators released some behind the scenes content, like little episodes of it with the name Retroactive Cleverness. You can you can buy them. And basically they explained it as they went into the show without a lot of plans. They were just kind of doing whatever and then backtracked and turned like whatever they had into, you know, an ongoing plot into something kind of clever. So Retroactive Cleverness. I just I think I just really took to the term. I like it a lot. And it really applies to this show. For sure. There's so much stuff that you can see that they clearly built up in later seasons that they used the first couple seasons as evidence for and as, like, background for. Yeah. Which, even if it wasn't what they were originally trying to do. So that's really fun. Yeah, because it's so obvious from... You haven't listened to any of the commentaries yet, right? No, I have not, because I told you to wait for me and you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm sorry. It's okay. But I've listened to a couple, and it's so obvious just from listening to them that so much of the stuff they do is unplanned. Like, you hear them talking about... For some reason, the one I'm thinking of is Killinger. And they're like... (laughs) <laughs> we don't know. We put him in. He exists. And, like, he becomes such a major character in some respects that it's, like, it's retroactive cleverness. They are really just building on stuff that meant nothing originally. I kept forgetting his name and calling him Scary Poppins. That's better. Yeah. I should have named him that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, I'm a big retroactive cleverness fan. Not even sarcastically. I very much respect that style of writing. It's really cool, honestly. Not to get too philosophical, I guess, about it, but I kind of like at least what it represents for me, which is like, you don't always need to be sure and you can always, you can always make something beautiful in the end. Yeah. Honestly, what a thing to live by though. Like, (laughs) not even from a media standpoint. That's how I want to live my life. It's a huge thing for me. I, I like it a lot. Also, I just really like Wolf 359 and I want to use their term and like, goddamn, does that apply to this show? Yeah. And I feel like this episode specifically is a big one I think of for that. Mm -hmm. Because there is no way any of that stuff with the problem light was planned. Or the movie Massacre, like... And all this huge plot later in the show builds off of it really well. And it's so interesting because earlier on in the show they do a lot of, like, small bits. Like the movie night thing. Mm -hmm. There's a couple others, too, involving the monarch's backstory that they really work in later super well. And... Yeah, it all kind of works together. It's crazy how well it works together because they absolutely didn't plan it, and you can tell just from how random the elements are, but the way that they were able to knit them together is really cool. Yeah. No, I'm just... Oh, God, I'm obsessed with that. Anyway, we're actually getting a lot of content for this episode. Yeah. This is nice. After our last episode where we were, like, grasping at straws trying to find anything to talk about. (laughs) I was sitting here dying in the room. (laughs) It was really hot in here last time. It's not that hot this time. Really? I'm dying. I am. I'm miserable right now. (laughs) Anyway, this was our review of Careers in Science. And, you know, once again, I'm Luna. I'm Avi. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode. See you next episode. And goodbye. This has been the Semi-Polished Venture Bros Review Podcast with hosts Luna and Avi. Theme music is under public domain with a CC0 license. Contact us at vbrosreviewcast at gmail.com for whatever reason you have to contact us. Thank you for listening. <laughs>